Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Hello, Course Wizards, and welcome to the show, Course Wizards. And I'm joined here today with my co-host, another wizard of ours, uh, Mr. Christopher Maselli. What's happening, Chris? Hey, it's good to be with you here today. Uh, this is this is kind of a fun episode because I know that a lot of people like what we're going to talk about today. Which what is Absolutely. it? Which is Chrome extensions. So if you are not a Google hater and if you don't hate every Google product and you are a Chrome browser user, then this episode is for you. I don't want to spoil what you're digging for you, Chris. So we'll wait for that. Uh but for those of us who do use Chrome, which is a vast majority of the population, Google Chrome can be kind of like supercharged, enhanced with using these Chrome extensions. Some are free, some you have to pay for. I'm going to talk about all the free Chrome extensions. What do you think about that, Chris? I think that sounds great. Yeah, so anyone who's not familiar with this, if you just normally open your browser and start using it, you may just feel like, hey, this is just something to surf the internet with. And that is ultimately what a browser is. But in Chrome, they allow something unique, which are called extensions. And an extension will essentially give you additional functionality in your browser so it does more than just surf the internet and uh, you can add a whole bunch of extensions to do some really cool stuff which I think we're going to see some of that cool stuff in some of your picks on it yep and we have uh, some of these we might have talked about fleetingly but we decided that we'll dedicate not one but two episodes to this because the today's episode is going to be my favorite Chrome extensions and then the next one we'll dive into Chris's favorite Chrome extensions. Yeah, I can't wait because you know this browsers are something we use every day. Almost every time you sit down at your computer you're using a browser. So if you can get some good extensions, you can really do some powerful things. Yeah, at least in uh, the year 2000 and beyond. Uh, before yes, that right. it was Net- Netscape. So you were just browsing. <laughs> we don't you speak those of days. those days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know all right. So let's jump into it. What What's your first must-have Chrome extension? So as a course creator, and I've mentioned this before, we get a little too carried away with fonts. So what font my first and we'll put all the links in the show description check out what font it's free it tells you what fonts are being used on any web page and then you can basically just copy those fonts if you want i see so that's what font w-h-a-t-f-o-n-t and it actually so it's for like a developer i guess to see what fonts someone's using on a web page yeah, I mean, you and I can use, I use it all the time. If I'm on a web page, say I'm on uh, Russell Brunson's website for his latest book, I want to see what fonts he's using. I just activate the Chrome extension, hover over any font, and it tells me the font's name, the weight of the font, whether it's bold, italic, or regular. Uh, and it comes in handy because now you can basically copy that same font and you don't have to sit and wonder what kind of font they're using. That's pretty cool. It's a ni- nice insight if you're creating a web pages. Yeah, absolutely. And then my next one is going to be kind of related to fonts, but what's the color of that font, right? So for that, I use Color Pick Eyedropper, and that will let you hover over any page, any section of the page, and as you kind of start scrolling your mouse, it'll keep showing you all the hex codes of the different colors on that page. 
Very interesting. Color, color pick eyedropper. So if you were uh, designing your own web page and you're like, oh, I want to pick up that color from that image, you could yeah. hover over a piece of that image and it would show you the color then. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the hex code, yeah, which the is hex usually code. like a six-digit six code, yeah. Yeah, so that's not only for developers, but also designers, because you can really uh, uh, get into the colors a lot when you're doing design work. Absolutely, yeah. And then uh, my ne next recommended, and I recently did an audit, Chris. I have a Chrome extension problem. I have like 25 Chrome extensions. <laughs> I need to cut down on that. But uh, what happens is if you are looking at your Chrome browser right now, you will see a bunch of Chrome extensions right in front of the address bar, right? In mm -hmm. front of that star. And then that's the ones that you're currently seeing. But there could also be some hidden because you have uh, kind of, there's not enough space. So if I, I did that audit and there were so many of them that were hidden and I got rid of some of them. Because uh, it does affect your browser performance. If you keep adding all these Chrome extensions, your browser will start getting slow. Yeah, that's right. You want you want to make sure after you install an instant extension that it doesn't slow things down because that's so it can be one of the first red flags you can have that an extension is doing you no good. Yeah. So the next one I want to talk about is this one should be a table stake is Facebook Pixel Helper. It'll essentially tell you if any page that you're visiting on any site has the Facebook Pixel installed or not. Well, that's interesting. So you can, you can, it, it'll, the, this extension will alert you whether the Facebook pixel is installed. Now, why would you want to know that? Yeah. So let's say you are on, whether you're an agency or you're a freelancer and maybe you're selling Facebook ads. The first thing you want to try to sell to your clients is, Hey, your website doesn't even have a Facebook pixel or you maybe like we all have a New Zealand school and currently in New Zealand, I know this functionality is coming. It's not there now where you have to install the Facebook pixel on each and every page. It doesn't have a global setting yet. Mm -hmm. So in that case, I want to make sure that each and every one of my pages has the Facebook pixel installed because I want to track all my visitors. So this is a great way, again, when you're developing web pages, but even when you're setting up your online course, you can make sure, verify that absolutely that Facebook pixel is triggering um, because you want to have that on there so that you can uh, follow who hits your page, right? And and whether your yeah. ads are working, if you're po posting ads on Facebook, whether they're kicking people to the page. Exactly. And then for the next one, uh, I have Loom, uh, which is, you know, Loom is awesome. And I it's my go-to recorder. Loom allows you to record your desktop screen, your computer screen, whatever you're sharing on your computer. It doesn't have to be just the Chrome browser. You can even go outside of the Chrome browser and it will let you record that and it is free to use uh i did recently buy into clapboard so i'm going to combine these two together clapboard was on AppSumo, which kind of mimics what uh loom does but it has some added functionality like call to actions in between your video um you can have splash pages like landing pages with your branding but loom is just a good old simple chrome extension you want to quickly record something send it to your virtual assistant sending to your team you can do that with loom yeah and this can be important when you have online courses if you're wanting to uh, bring people how through how to do something online. You want to have a way to record your screen or to or record your browser if you're if it's online. If it's offline, you still want to have a way to record your screen. And it used to be that you had to get all kinds of 
expensive tools to do this. Now you can use free tools, or in this case, free extensions <laughs> for your yep. browser like Loom, L-O-O-M, or Clapboard, C-L-A-P board. And uh, those two will help you record your screen, record your browser, and uh, can really be powerful. So yeah, there, again, we've said this before, but there's no reason to hesitate in creating an online course. You can do it now probably with the tools you've got. Yep. And then my last one that I love and I use a lot is Cluster Tab Manager. And basically, it allows you to manage all your millions of open tabs on your machine because we all open all these Chrome tabs, different Chrome windows, and we lose track of where's what. <laughs> and it's very important for me when I'm doing my daytime job because I work in oh, for Salesforce, right? Uh, yep. So let's say I have a client and that client has their Salesforce instance, but when I'm making changes, I have to make changes not in their production instance, but in their sandbox. So this cluster manager, cluster tab manager, lets me quickly look at which one is their sandbox, which one is their production, so I don't, by mistake, make changes in their live environment. Very interesting. So that's uh, that could be really helpful, especially if you use a lot of tabs, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it also lets you save tabs. So let's say you have this whole, uh, you have a Chrome window open, which has 10 tabs. You can save all 10 tabs. They won't be saved in your favorites. They'll just be saved in this extension. And then you can always come back to them later if you just want to close them out. Oh, now that I really like. Could you, for instance, could you take and take a set of all of your social media properties as a different tab each, save those as a set, and then every morning open that set? And go through Absolutely. all your social media? Absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that could save some time. Or, if, or depending on what you're working on, you may want to have different tabs open. So if you're working on mm -hmm. uh, your finances, you may have a whole different set of financial tabs open. That could exactly. be really helpful. That's called Cluster Tab Manager. I don't use yeah. any of these, Amit. I'm going to have a whole <laughs> different set of <laughs> extensions. It's going to be that's interesting. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to hear yours. But before we leave, Chris, you know what time it is. Before we get into what are we digging, a quick clarification. I do not work for Salesforce. I work for a company that has implementation services and Salesforce is one of those services. So you might have heard me say this in the past. Just want to clear any confusion before we get into what are we digging that I don't personally work for Salesforce uh, as a company. I work for a different company. And that company provides services and one of those services is implementing Salesforce for our clients. With that, let's move on to our section. What are you digging? <laughs> oh, this is my favorite time. <laughs> what am I digging? All right. This week, I thought since we're talking about extensions, uh, I would mention one thing that I really dig, and that is the Brave browser. That's B-R-A-V-E browser. Now, Brave, is, you, you know, you've heard of Chrome and you've heard of Firefox. Mm -hmm. You've heard of Internet Explorer all right, and Netscape Navigator from years ago. Well, Brave is another browser just like those. But what's a little bit different about it is that it's built upon the Chromium base. So it is essentially just like Google, Google Chrome because it's built on that base, but it's really made for privacy. So it, it takes a lot of those um, uh, 
uh, scary things that you think about Google of the way they're tracking you, and it takes those out. And that's what I love about it. Um, it blocks ads. It blocks um, uh, a lot of those different pixels and that sort of thing. And it'll warn you when something is trying to figure out who you are um, in the background, and it'll allow mm -hmm. you to either allow it or prohibit it. And so I really like this browser. Every Chrome extension that's offered for Chrome, uh, for the most part, at least everyone that I've tried, uh, absolutely works flawlessly in Brave. And every time that Chrome is updated, they update Brave uh, shortly thereafter. And so uh, it just really works well. So I encourage you to check it out. Okay. It's at, uh, I think it's at brave.com. Um, and uh, check out that browser. It's a, it's a good, solid piece of software. I use it on my Mac. I know they make it for Windows, and I even think Linux, too. Now, I remember when I first used Brave, I only used it because they were giving incentives with, like, uh, free Bitcoins or something. Is that still going mm -hmm. on? And they have, uh, they have, they're, they're trying to curb online advertising by offering a different way for, uh, people who have websites to make money where you can go to a website on Brave and say, Hey, I like this website and drop them a few cents as a way to say, Hey, I'd rather do this as opposed to watch an ad. Mm -hmm. Um, but you, I turn that off in mind cause I just don't use it. Um, and, but you can turn it on. I think it's experimental and, uh, we'll see whether it really gets any traction or not okay well i know you're gonna close us out and uh you know before you do i have a request for all of our listeners uh i know we are all going through this pandemic together at least the time when i'm recording this uh hopefully you're listening to this at a time where you are able to uh, be socially non-distant but uh <laughs> for those of us who are uh, who want to contribute and help with this is uh, folding at home it's a website folding at home.org uh, chris you and i can do this i think we have talked about this before you download their software and basically you allow your computer's power to be put to good use when you're going to bed at night just leave that software on and it uses your computer's power to solve very complex mathematical problems which usually needs supercomputers and that way you can give something back without actually spending anything very cool yeah yeah so check that out for sure. And we'll put that in the show links too, right? Yeah, foldingathome.org. We'll put that in. All right. Well, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review on your favorite uh, podcast software or on iTunes or wherever you're listening. And we really appreciate that because that helps other people find the podcast and uh, it helps us know what we're doing well. And, uh, and also what we need to change. And so we thank you for listening. We really, we do this for you guys because we love helping people uh, teach what they know online. And uh, uh, we look forward to hearing from you soon. All right, my wizards, take care and keep creating. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.